There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, everyone. In a very slight change from the usual programming, I've decided to do this week's clinic question as a podcast because I had a feeling I would need a little bit more time than I have in an Insta story to go through it all. This week's question is how can I accept my body after pregnancy? And it seems an appropriate question for this time of year when many people will be struggling with challenging thoughts about their bodies after the festive season. And I'll start out by saying that I don't have any other details about this person. So I don't know anything about what their relationship was like with their body before pregnancy. So my thoughts are going to be necessarily generic. Alongside that, as with most things in psychology, one person's dissatisfaction might have completely different causes to someone else's, even though from the outside, they look like the same thing. So a few caveats, but I wanted to use this opportunity to think through a couple of concepts that I think emerge when we're thinking about our relationships with our bodies. Of course, we need to acknowledge that though there have been signs of change in recent years, there is still an implicit expectation and an understanding that it is a sign of achievement and success if a woman's body snaps back after pregnancy. And some of this expectation might be what is being implied in the question. But today I want to go a little bit deeper and think around the question. And the first thing I want to offer is a challenge. And that challenge starts with really understanding the notion of acceptance. For me, acceptance from a psychological perspective can also be thought of as a state of not denying or resisting reality. But in order to do that successfully with our bodies, or with any other feature of our lives, we, we have to also acknowledge and really come to terms with two other things. One, that everything changes. And two, that control is an illusion. <laughs> so we're going, we're going pretty deep today, but I think it's really important for all of us to get comfy with these ideas because they relate to so many different areas of our lives and experiences that we will have. Specific to this question, the reality for all of us is that our bodies will change, whether that's due to pregnancy, injury, illness, or just aging, change is inevitable. And across your lifespan, there have been changes in your physical self that you have welcomed, right? So children, 
can be a little bit impatient for their adult teeth to come in. Maybe during your teens, you were waiting impatiently to grow a few more inches or for your fringe to grow out or for your boobs to come in. So your body was changing all the time, but these were welcome changes. But as we get older, suddenly we are much less accepting of these changes. And Dr. Anjali Mato, a consultant dermatologist, did a really interesting set of Instagram stories about this a few weeks ago, describing what she sees quite often in clinic as a fear of aging and a wish to control it. Which brings me to point number two, that control is an illusion. Humans like control. We like, by and large, an environment that is predictable with a good dose of routine. We like to know where we are. An absence of control, a lot of unpredictability makes us feel anxious and vulnerable and can lead us to try to exert control in other areas of our lives. And I'm sure many of you will be aware it's a familiar feature of eating or body image disorders for individuals to talk about wanting control. Here, the illusion of control is at least twofold. So first, more often than not, the control that they try to have over food or their bodies is a compensation for the lack of control or more accurately, what I call a lack of power power that they feel they don't have over other aspects of their lives or their emotional worlds. Secondly, invariably, the obsessions and compulsions around food, exercise, body checking, end up controlling them. More broadly, we like to think we have control over our bodies when we really, really don't. First of all, there are innumerable environmental and genetic influences being exerted on your body all the time. How stressed or well-nourished your mother was when she was pregnant with you will influence your body in ways that you might never, never know about. And in reality, you have a ridiculously small amount of control over your body, right? You're not controlling how your red blood cells exchange carbon dioxide for oxygen. You don't control the formation of a scar when you cut yourself. And when you go to sleep, your body ticks along with hundreds of biological activities that you have no conscious control over. And this is what I mean when I say in this context that control is an illusion. Yes, you can influence your weight, maybe aspects of your physicality, but even then, your body can respond and compensate to your actions in ways that are completely out of your hands. Okay, so that brings me back round to the question. When people truly accept their bodies in this fuller sense that I've just described, they accept it completely, including the reality that it will change in ways that are out of their control. And I want to make that point because I think a lot of these terms, especially online, are used inaccurately or interchangeably, and it can be quite confusing. So to me, what the original question implies is something like, I accepted my body before pregnancy, but I do not accept it now. And I know it's a very subtle difference, but what I'm going to suggest is that for most women who experience thoughts like this, it's less a case of acceptance and more a case of tolerance. 
So reformulated, the question would be something like, or the statement would be, I was satisfied with how my body complied with my demands and expectations before pregnancy, and I am unsatisfied with its non-compliance now. Does that make sense? So in terms of how to get to a point of acceptance, I don't think there is one all-encompassing tool. And like I said, I don't know anything else about the person who asked the question, but I will offer a few thinking exercises that might help to reorient you and get you on your way. The first thing that I think it would be helpful to do is to think about your relationship with the two key concepts that I've described here, change and control. And I don't just mean in relation to your body. Like, how do you deal with change? Do you find it difficult when a new person joins the office? Will you not go to your regular exercise class if there's a different teacher covering the usual teacher, the person that you're used to? Or on the flip side, do you embrace novelty? And what about control? Can you go with the flow or do you need to know in advance what the plans are down to the minute? Then I would start here as this will really inform how you apply these ideas to yourself, as in to your body, to your physical self. Once you've done that, and I would give yourself a little bit of time to kind of work through those things because you might need to look back uh, on your history and how you responded as a child or through adolescence and get a real sense of uh, your, your relationship with control and change. And maybe even ask some people. So ask some friends or ask partners, ask your parents, you know, would you say I need a lot of control or how do you think I relate to change? Might be really interesting for you. Then after that, once you've got a good sense of that, I would think about the skill of radical acceptance, which you can think of in terms of the first part of the serenity prayer. So that's the one that goes, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. And radical acceptance is a practice. It's not something that most people will feel comfortable with straight away. And and that's especially if you have a high need for control. But radical acceptance really invites you to stop fighting reality. And it says that reality just is. So let's say that the person who asked this question is dealing with a cesarean scar. This is, you know, kind of core to the issue. The scar is a fact. It's not a good thing or a bad thing. The scar is just a neutral feature of reality. And if you can accept that, then there's no psychological pain associated with it. And you kind of say something to yourself like, I didn't used to have a scar, but now I do. Okay. Right. So that would be a kind of radically accepting response. Whereas what happens, I think, with most people is that they get stuck in a cycle of wishing away reality. And instead they say things like, well, I didn't used to have a scar and I preferred it then. I don't like this scar. This scar is ugly. My body will never go back to the way it was before. And I wish it would. And it's this pushing against reality that in fact is associated with the dissatisfaction, the disappointment, the sadness. So it's not the scar, it's the attitude to it, but also the the wish to resist reality and wishing things were different. 
Also, as a side note, I think your risk of falling into this trap is correlated to how much your body is your identity um, and how much of who you think you are is linked to what your body looks like. Finally, a little exercise to help nudge you out of self-objectification. And that's the tendency to look at yourself as an object from the outside as something to be observed. But the thing about an object is that it is static. You know, a vase doesn't grow, it doesn't mature, a glass doesn't live. You, on the other hand, are not an object. Your physical self is not something that's just there to be decorated and looked at. Your body will never be static. Your body tells a story. It tells a story about where you are in your life and where you have been. So for this exercise, if this is something that you struggle with, I invite you to take some time to think about the story that your body is telling. So take your journal, because you all have journals now, and uh, make some time and work through it. So in this example, the cesarean scar tells a story, of course, about a pregnancy. Maybe a pregnancy that was planned, or maybe one that was a surprise. You know, what, what were the conversations? How did the person find out? So do you see what I mean? If you can come to a place where your body is less of an output like a static output of an event, and more of a narrative, a story that continues to be told and will change. And if you can do that with compassion, I think you'll be much further along on the road towards truly accepting your body. Okay, so I definitely would not have been able to get all of that into an Instagram story. Um, I really, really hope that has been helpful for some of you. I will pop this up on Instagram. So feel free to leave questions and comments under this post. And I will catch you later. Take care, everyone. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, fresh. 